This is Tonkabon episode 20. Uh, this week we're going to go over the table of contents for Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 44. And Drew's going to give a scouting report of the Tokyo Demon Bride story, uh, which is a new series that started, I think, four weeks ago. And uh, joining me as usual is my co-host, Jude Knoll. Jude, how are you doing? Uh, pretty good. I've been having a lot more free time to like use the internet at work. <laughs> so I've been reading a lot of just like random series on manga decks and like browsing their archives. There, there's so much stuff and we were talking about it earlier, but mm-hmm. it is kind of like a mixed bag as to how good the scans and translations are. Yeah. But I just finished reading and I mentioned it like a few episodes ago. But Cross Game by mm. Mitsuru Adachi, mm-hmm. which is a one of his many baseball themed like high school rom coms. But this one is out of the stuff I've like seen from him, probably my favorite. Like it, it's probably about like three or four volumes before you even see any actual baseball on field <laughs> action. And the first three volumes are kind of just like slice of life high school material that sort of like centers around this family that owns a batting cage that also doubles mm-hmm. as a coffee shop, which is like, that would, yeah, that should be I, sick. I wish that existed <laughs> near me, but mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's kind of like this cross between like a very typical sports shonen where they're like, oh, we got to make the Koshian tournament and you know the team sucks, but somehow they yeah. like managed to recruit a couple people that have superhuman baseball talent. But then, like, in between that, it's pretty much just, like, a typical shonen romance. So even though it's, like, a bunch of cliches and tropes, you're getting it blended Mm -hmm. in the same way that you get it in something like Blue Box. But the art is super retro. This guy's been drawing and writing since the 80s, and his style has barely developed since then. I was going to say, it has not changed the style at all. <laughs> yeah, it, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. Even though there's nothing, like, groundbreaking, his aesthetic is so mm-hmm. unique to him that it just somehow works. Yeah, I've actually done quite a bit of reading this week, too. I feel like with uh, it getting, like, colder, I don't feel as bad just, like, holding yeah. up uh, on the couch and reading for, like, three hours. Um but I finally got it to where I, I don't think I have any new chapters from any of the various series that I follow on like a weekly, a monthly basis to to read. So it's nice to just have like a, a clean slate going into the next uh, weekly show yeah. and chapters. Yes, it doesn't feel like as much of a chore because sometimes when you're like really trying to catch up on mm-hmm. something, you like can't really even enjoy it because <laughs> you're like, I yeah. have 10 more chapters to go until I'm ready. And you're not actually even comprehending what you're reading. Mm-hmm. That's about how it was with, because uh, I was reading Kaguya-sama Love is War, and I was like five or six chapters behind on it. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get through these five chapters. But they were actually uh, really good because it's, it's winding down. So um, they're actually pretty pretty easy to Until now, I wasn't even aware that that series was still going on. Because like a year <laughs> ago, I remember seeing like some, I mean, I'm not going to spoil anything for people that haven't read it, but like some pretty like crazy mm-hmm. breakthrough in the like yeah. character development slash storyline and i just saw it on like the front page of reddit i don't think i was even subscribed to anything mm-hmm. relevant at that time but people were like going crazy <laughs> over a particular chapter so i just assumed that like it was over yeah that it was the, I've only seen, like, the no, it's yeah, just, first it's, uh, season of the anime it's been plugging yeah. along it's it's good i actually i like it quite a bit i like it a lot more than i even thought that i would uh it's a it's yeah. a fun series it's it's a lot funnier than it has like any right sure. to be. 
And they just added it to the uh, the Viz app oh, as well. Yeah. I don't think it's like caught up, but it's caught up with whatever like volumes are out in English. Mm-hmm. So I might need to go back and like check out some of those because I've only ever read the scans. Yeah. <laughs> let's see what these official <laughs> translations are. All right, let's get into uh, Weekly Shonen Jump this week. So I'll read the uh, I'll read the uh, cover page and the color pages, and then we'll do the the normal yeah. ordering. So this week the cover page is Blue Box. Followed by, uh, and the color pages are My Hero Academia, Me and Roboco, and then uh, some, I think, One Shot or something like that, Nekura Yamizo. Yeah, I haven't heard of that. And then um, in the one spot is Sakamoto Days, followed by Jujutsu Kaisen. Then we have our new series, Ginka and Galuna, followed by Akana Banashi and Witch Watch. And then the next uh, new series, Tokyo Demon Bride Story. At number five is Black Clover. And then six is Elusive Samurai, Mission Yozakura Family, Undead Unluck, and Mashal. And you get PPP, PPP, followed by Super Smartphone, Aliens Area, and then in the last place slot is High School Family. All right, let's start off with the uh, with our, our cover. I, I haven't seen what this week's look like, but uh, excited for a blue box uh, cover Yeah, it's, it's been on a bit of a roll lately. I feel like, I mean, it always has you know, a consistent amount of color pages because I think yeah. you know, he's just really good at doing like memorable and like well-designed color pages. But I think they've had quite a mm-hmm. few like high placements recently. Blue Box had a really good year in general. Yeah. I really mm-hmm. like the developments in the story recently too. <laughs> the new character that we've added mm-hmm. to the main group or like love whatever angle. <laughs> yeah, the... The badminton manager yeah, girl. I, I really, I, I've enjoyed yeah. her a lot. And the art of her is very, she has some very weird facial expressions too. It's not even like mm-hmm. fangs, but it's just like these very like weird <laughs> looking teeth protruding from her mouth. Yes. Yeah. She, yeah, she looks like she's drawn in a different style than everyone else too. She like stands out in every single panel she's yeah. in. Yeah. I also appreciate that um, Miura is the artist and author of Blue Box, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that he's yeah. just been taking requests for the title pages now because we noted. I noticed uh-huh. there was like it was like a fan request last week, so we'll see what this next one is. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, maybe we'll get a a cool uh, fan request for the the, the cover page. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see, and then we have My Hero Academia gets another uh, color page. Was it? No, it did have a chapter last week. So yeah. Refresh last my memory on what was... went on there. Was last week the one with the... No, that was two weeks ago, the one where, like, Lamillion's butt, like, jumped out of the ground. Uh Last week also had a color page. It had a really good color page last week. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, uh, the chapter itself was kind of just typically weird. Yeah, well, I thought we were going to get the... uh, the Midoriya, like, you know, going Super Saiyan thing, and we sort of got that and then he just gets like brought back to his senses from Lamillion. It's like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> just uh, this was a waste of a chapter. <laughs> yeah, for once you actually see Midoriya not like losing his shit over something. Like his whole uh-huh. his whole character is that he's always like crying and like emotionally like unable to control himself. And so you know, yep. he should he should probably lean into that at this point. Because we did get to see, like, mm-hmm. we see Bakugo lying motionless on the ground, and his, like, All Might rookie card <laughs> is laying next to him. Yeah. 
I guess like and I did like there's a a part two where I guess Lemillion says something like Edshot is working to like bring him back to life. It just it made me so mad to be reminded. Yeah, of that. And I really, <laughs> did we even see Edshot anywhere in the chapter? Because it shows best genus and he's got like all of his denim fibers laying flat <laughs> on the ground like tentacles. But I don't think we like really yep. saw Edshot. No, because he's inside. Uh, he's inside Bakugo's oh, heart. Oh yeah, now. you're right. Because he like. See, I totally forgot how his power works. He, like, shrunk down or something. Mm-hmm. I don't... Yeah, he, like, folded himself yeah, up I really or something. Dislike... He, isn't he, like, origami? Yeah, I, I really dislike Edshot. That's that's a stupid power. Yeah. Which is something that we wouldn't have said, like, six chapters ago. Because yeah. we didn't even know he was exactly. in the series. <laughs> Edshot makes his appearance and immediately goes to the bottom of the uh, the character too. I'm kind list. of convinced Edshot is like a psyop. I don't think he ever existed, and he was sort of <laughs> retroactively like put in the Mighty uh-huh. Academia wiki. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think there's any yep. proof that he did exist until a couple chapters ago. And speaking mm-hmm. of this yeah. color page for next week, um, I'm. I'm kind of convinced Horikoshi, like, is legitimately lost his mind at this point. Last week, we got, like, a pretty, like, cool color page that was in the yeah. normal Horikoshi style. Yeah, I'm like, this is kind of why, like, My Hero Academia, like, good art, like, the characters all have memorable designs. Even the color palette mm-hmm. is, like, pretty unique and cool, creative. And then next week, like, we're we're at... I guess this week now, but we're at a pivotal moment in the series. The protagonist is about to face off against one of the main antagonists in the series. We have people like down on the battlefield. And for this one, Mm -hmm. he decides to like put one of the most like not safe for work, like explicit color pages (laughs) in the entire series with absolutely nothing to do with the current like storyline or tone Mm -hmm of the the work at all and yeah that that's what's gonna like lead you into this chapter yabuki is just in his ear he's like look man these last few chapters have not been it he's like you need to you need to get it rolling we need the the etchy color page yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of convinced at this point he like realizes that he's lost control of the story so he's like I'll just mm-hmm. I'll just give my last remaining stands what they're what they're here for <laughs> because everyone else has just checked out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. It is a absolutely wild color, <laughs> page, especially for my hero academia. Like it looks it looks like one that would be on Ayakashi Triangle. Yeah, and also this like, is this character's <laughs> crazy because at first I was like, who even who even is this? Like, did he just draw like a random person? Mm-hmm. But apparently, it's like the Invisible Girl. <laughs> so this is this is the first time you actually yeah. see what she looks like. Um, mm-hmm. he, he's really like he's really just like pimping out his characters at this point. Like, this is this is gonna be the big reveal. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's crazy. I'm. Man, I don't. I wonder how many more chapters we have left of my hero because we're sort of in the final battle. But I feel like there's still like so much stuff we have to resolve. Yeah, right? Like the, theoretically, there's a toga fight. We still have to beat Dobby. I think, yeah. don't we? We still have to beat uh, what's his name, all for one, and we still have to beat Shigaraki. Like we probably still have another year plus of my hero academia, which 
I have to be honest, sounds like a slog. Yeah, and I don't think it helps that, for one, all of these battles are taking place simultaneously, and two, that mm-hmm. each of these villains have kind of turned into this, like, weird kaiju-looking, just, like, mismatch of, like, Yeah, body they all parts. just look gross. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they've just turned into, like, weird blobs of, like, limbs and flesh and... I can't tell them apart yeah. until, like, they actually mention well, their names in the chapter. Mm-hmm. And none of the villains are particularly, like, yeah. fun. They're all just, like, edgy bad yeah. guys, right? We talked like, about this last week, but, like, the, the Gentleman, I think, was his name. That was a cool villain. Mm-hmm. They've had some really cool, like, one-off yeah. villains that have only existed for an arc or, like, a few chapters. Even Stain was, like... He's still kind of generic, but he's mm-hmm. in, he's more interesting than Shigaraki is. Yeah, he's a, yeah he's at least like I want to be bad because I want to like fix the hero society. Yeah. Shigaraki's just bad because he's like I had a bad childhood. <laughs> yeah, and his power is almost too OP. It's like he can touch people and they just disintegrate. Mm-hmm. Like at least like Stain's <laughs> power is pretty OP too. Like if he draws blood from somebody, he can freeze them in place. But, you know, there, mm-hmm. he still actually has to do something or, like, strategize. Shigaraki just has to touch someone, yeah. and somehow he's not mm-hmm. able to just lay waste to people immediately. Like, they're able to work around it. Because without a racer head, yeah. like, they would be, they'd be in trouble. Oh, yeah. racer head is yeah. the underrated, yeah, race- like, MVP of the entire hero society. <laughs> Yep, Eraserhead or this, uh, that student that they've got, like, copying his power Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if, if either of them go down, the whole story is just, uh, just yeah. right there. <laughs> um, alright, let's move over to me and, uh, Roboco. Me and Roboco also had a, uh, phenomenal color page last week. Yeah, what was that again? Uh, I'm gonna look it, was it great. up, but... Really it was good. she's like standing like her skirts like blowing up she's like holding it down like the the Marilyn oh, Monroe yeah, pose or whatever and it's got like these like pop art pictures of her in the background yeah this is it's good incredible full full Andy Warhol I feel like at this point mm-hmm. is me and Robico getting a color page like on a weekly basis at this point I feel like every episode yeah, well it got one, one I was gonna say it got one last week it's getting one this week yeah they're really pushing me and Roboco, which I'm I'm down with. And we just got uh they announced it like in the chapter last week on like a, a color page that um it's scheduled to air on TV uh on December fifth and it's gonna be like it looks like five yeah, episodes. I like that they're like, so, Oh, it's not a real anime series, but we're gonna revolutionize uh-huh. the five minute format. <laughs> Yeah, I also like in this. Which, yeah, I mean, more comedy chat, more comedy series should yeah. do that. Just have like these five, you know, things. Almost like how I feel like Cartoon Network shows were that way, where it'd be like you'd have basically like three six minute episodes or something in, in like a Cartoon Network show. I really like that in this. Like uh, that cool. I'm just like flipping through this chapter right now, and there's a reference to that first like direct image of a black hole. I remember that. Mm-hmm. This is kind of old news at this point. I feel like that happened maybe like two or three years ago because I remember all the memes about like how yeah. blurry the image is. So I like that it's being <laughs> presented in this chapter as if this is like brand new. Yep. 
Yeah, this chapter was awesome, too. I love all the, like, serious drawings of the characters and stuff, too, when they're, like, being romantic about looking at yeah, the stars. This, this looks like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, yeah, awesome. like, first volume yes. <laughs> artwork. Uh-huh. Yep, exactly. Yeah, but no, RoboCo's been been killing it, like, placing-wise and stuff, and I I mean, you just love yeah, to see it. It's not me and RoboCo's rookie season, but this is their, this is their breakout year mm-hmm yep yeah they're yeah it was like their yeah rookie year they hit like 25 homers and bad 300 and now they're you know they're 55 home runs <laughs> bad 330 going for the like you know going for the triple crown kind of deal yeah i know the uh, i know the um, creator of undead unluck is like so pissed about how hard they're pushing me and robico because like undead unluck was like hanging uh-huh. by a thread the fan base was like just wait till it gets the anime this is going to revitalize it and literally, like, right after Undead Unluck got its anime announcement, every other series in Weekly Shonen Jump also got one. And once again, nobody yep, cares about Undead Unluck. <laughs> yep, and then, yeah, they've been pushing me Roboco since its anime announcement, and Undead Unluck gets it, and it's just, like, chilling in 8th yeah. place, 12th <laughs> place, like, just floundering. <laughs> um, let's see, let's go to our uh, number one series is Sakamoto Days. Um, yeah, it seems like we're starting to get into, like, the, kind of the, the heart of this arc, which... Yeah, we say it every week, it's a I great like, arc. Like it's, it's sort of moving along now. I, yeah. I love this, uh, film director villain, where mm-hmm. he's got, like, the scarf that looks like, um, like an actual film reel. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's good, and I like this, uh, like, old lady character that they've been trying to trying to attack and stuff she seems cool i think we're gonna get like a fun fight with her yeah i sakamoto days i've always enjoyed it and it's had its like ups and downs but i think ever since this arc started it's been a highlight of the issue every week mm-hmm. and obviously that's reflected yeah, in yeah. the rankings because it's been like top three almost every week mm-hmm. yeah i was gonna say i got a color page uh whatever a couple chapters ago it's in the i want to say it was in like the one or two spot last week and it's in the number one spot now which uh pretty crazy like uh if just kind of like looking at the top five sakamoto days jujutsu kaisen akana banashi witch watch and then black clover like akana banashi and witch watch up there too with sakamoto days pretty wild uh you know which i mean one piece is absent so that changes things up and you know the color pages and stuff don't really like count towards the placements but yeah you know, i don't know I'm, interesting uh like ranking yeah i mean even when these like current series aren't getting color pages usually me and robico and blue box are up there as well a few mm-hmm. years ago if you told yeah, me exactly. my hero academia i mean it's had like two color pages in a row but if you told me it was going to be placing like in the bottom five occasionally mm-hmm. i would not have believed it but Man, it's falling no, off exactly. hard. And Black Clover, even though it's in the top five this week, it's kind of falling off too. It had yeah. been. Yeah, I was going to say, it had been down in like the PvP, PvP, Undead Unluck range for a while, I feel like. Yeah. it's You're definitely seeing like the new generation really like solidifying its place now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Blue Box, me and Roboco both got color pages. A combination of Witchwash in the top five here. Uh, I mean, Elusive Samurai's right at six. Mission Yozaku Family gets the cover page next week. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, and no. I feel like if Chainsaw yeah, Man were uh, actually like in the magazine itself, oh, like it would yeah. be like one or two mm-hmm. as well. Yep. And we're still missing a uh, Ruri Dragon, which was already getting, yeah. like color pages <laughs> and stuff. I think that one officially is um, moving to Jump Plus if it ever comes back, though, because I saw that um, yeah. the volume, and I was wrong about it last week. I think that was just a bad scan that I think actually improved mm. the aesthetic of the cover. But um, <laughs> someone did say that, like, on the side cover, where they usually have the Weekly Shonen Jump logo, it actually says Jump Plus mm-hmm. on it, which is on, like, the side of the Spy Family volumes Uh-oh, so it looks like either yeah. they're just trying to be like hey this isn't uh like normally running series or they're saying like if this ever does come back it's not gonna be like on weekly yeah, week show jump hmm. i'd be i mean i'd be fine with that i don't think it makes a difference to yeah. me like where it's right like we don't get the magazine exactly. anyway so as, as long as it's translated in english you, you put whatever yeah. you want not to derail things too much but before i really was reading manga i remember at some point weekly shonen jump actually did come out in the states or maybe some sort of like yeah. alternate version of it because i definitely remember going yeah, to they like had Kruger a... as a kid and seeing mm-hmm. yeah seeing like, it in the magazine like, section uh, and stuff Goku poster bundled with this, or like Yu Gi Oh cards. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I wasn't really reading manga, so I was yeah. just like, oh, what is this? It looks cool, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, they had him over here. It wasn't like exactly what would run in Weekly Shonen Jump. Like, I think they would, if I remember correctly, they would basically take, like, you know, whatever, two chapters of Dragon Ball, two chapters of Yu Gi Oh, like of the yeah. big series and stuff. And, and then maybe like, you know, uh, Hikaru no Go and stuff like that, but not like some of the other lesser known ones and put them in like a magazine that they would do, I want to say monthly mm. over here. Um, but they'd always have some cool thing. Like I remember I got, my dad got me one for my birthday one time because it had uh, the Blue Eyes Ultimate <laughs> Dragon uh, Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. card in it. Um, yeah, but I remember t- too, like I couldn't figure out how to read it because I was like nine or 10 years old. And I just like the concept of like reading it from the back on right to left, like just did not, I could not figure it out at all. I had the same experience with, um, I had a, it was a Pokemon like adventures book that was, Mm -hmm. it was weird because it was like the best of Pokemon adventures. So it was sort of like just random chapters from the yellow arc. I remember being really confused by it mm-hmm. as a kid because for one, I think they had like remapped it to read from left to right, but then there oh. were like, I, I assumed that it was just a regular book because I didn't realize that this was like, you know, a running weekly or monthly series, however often it came out. So there would just be these mm-hmm. huge gaps in between like different things happening. Like he would be like fighting Misty and then... Like, two chapters later, he's, like, battling Giovanni, and there's, like, dragon-type Pokemon, like, <laughs> flying through the sky, and I'm like, what, what yeah. happened here? Are they taking, like, just huge chunks of the story out? But I, I didn't realize that this was, like, excerpts from something. I thought it was just, like, a standalone book, mm-hmm. and I remember thinking it was so bad, because there is just, like, huge bits of story completely missing. Just giant time skips. That's hilarious. <laughs> that said, it's a uh, um, the, the artwork in that book was really sick. Uh, that was like peak. Um, can't remember what her name is, but the artist that did the early Pokemon Adventures books was really in her mm-hmm. bag at that point. 
Yeah, I've got the whatever, like the red, blue, and yellow, or red, blue, green, and yellow ones, I guess. Um, yeah, and they're all they're great. I need to I need to finish them up. Actually, I think I've got like one or two more yeah. volumes to go. Um, let's see. Next up, we have Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, this was a pretty good chapter. Actually, like really good art mm-hmm. in this one. Um, even if once again, I'm still like kind of confused on who exactly we're fighting. But I think this is because. Last week we talked about it. I wasn't sure if the bug guy was uh, like Megumi's dad or if it was that Zenin guy that I thought Maki had already beat. It seems like it's the Zenin guy that yeah. Maki had already uh, beat. Yeah, I don't know like how he's come back or why or whatever, <laughs> but uh, you know, he's like got this cool like monster form and stuff that he turns into, and you know some some cool art in this one <laughs> yeah there's a there's one particular page near the end where this guy that she's fighting his whole body like contorts his neck twists around <laughs> and his face turns into mm-hmm. this like he's like a huge nose and his eyes are on top of his head he's just turned into this weird like monstrous <laughs> homunculus figure yep he looks like a Who's the guy, the My Hero Academia oh, guy? Destro, um, yeah. <laughs> yes, yep, yep. <laughs> he looks like that. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure what was really going on there, and, but it looked cool. Mm-hmm. But I will say this last panel, like, it's weird, too, because, uh, you know, they're like, a demonic fighter equal to Toji Zenin was fully realized. And it's I guess it's supposed to be, like, Maki leveling up. But I feel like we've had Maki leveling up for, like, six straight chapters now. We've had the same kind of panel. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't even look at all the same as she did in, like, the previous arcs. <laughs> they had to explain that, like, oh, this uh-huh. is the same person. She's just completely unrecognizable, and her entire, like, body changed shape. Yep. Yeah, I don't, I mean, once again, I feel like it's the, we kind of say the same thing for Jews who every week. Cool art, cool-looking fights. No clue yeah. what the hell is going on. Gage is just story. completely making this up as he goes along. I don't think he has any sort of plan mm-hmm. as to where he's going to go with this. No, not at all. Um, and kind of speaking of, it doesn't have any plan of where they're going with this. Let's go to Ginka and Galuna. Uh, I feel like last week we sort of said something like it's nice about how or nice that all the these kind of new series. It seems like they've got like a set plan of like what we're going to do. And then uh, Ginka and Gluna just totally threw that away yeah. this last chapter. <laughs> to its credit, yeah. we just sped up so yeah. much. To its credit, I appreciate that they're like trying to move things out of the original setting. Like we're we're seeing them like mm-hmm. you know I'm not sure what the name of this town is really, but they're just yeah. says the capital. <laughs> they're in uh, they're in a town. So I, it looks like they're trying to kind of do mm-hmm. like a little one piece thing where. They're searching for the pieces of this guy's soul, and they're going to different settings. And the settings look cool. They actually seem to have mm-hmm. some character to them. But you're right. Like, yeah, we get some cool, like, we get some cool pages of them, like, walking around in this town, like, going to the shops. And then they meet another character who has, like, a cool design. So I was like, oh, this is, this is like, awesome. Mm-hmm. They're at, we're going to get some, like, exploration. Um, you know, they're, they're actually going to do something. And then they do yeah. way too much. Because it, <laughs> yeah, they solve all of these quests or whatever in a matter of two pages. Yeah, it's literally they talk about there's like twenty quests on the quest board, and they're like, "Yeah, we did all of them. Mm-hmm. Now let's do a level seven quest, which apparently doesn't even 
like technically exist. They just have like one yeah. level seven quest. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure. Like, I like the artwork. I love the little snowman guy. Mm-hmm. I like the art of this yep. new character. She looks cool. And I think the characters are like they're all fun characters. Like I think even uh, the girl is cool. Like you know she's obsessed with bread and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Like these are enjoyable characters to hang and out. And the setting with. is appealing too. Like near the end of this chapter, mm-hmm. they're like hanging out at a cafe eating, and it, it looks like you know it looks really cool. Like it yeah. looks appealing. It doesn't look like the sort of either like just really generic urban setting or generic like fantasy rpg setting that things usually take Mm -hmm. place in like it has its own feel and character to it but at the same time you know they should like spend more time just hanging and exploring because even in one piece when they go to a new place like they at least kind of hang out for like two or three chapters before they start getting into it they walk around and shop or something yeah yeah this one was weird like even when it started and they're like we're at the capital i was like wait did i <laughs> yeah. miss five to-? like did i not read last week's chapter and like thought i did or something like what did i miss here like i didn't i just didn't know what was going on we're like yeah we're we're at the capital and now we're just gonna like burn through all these quests and then we're just like cool at the end of this yeah. so yeah i don't know the pacing on this one is really i bizarre. mentioned earlier that this series really reminded me of red hoods and unfortunately it's mm-hmm very much continuing in that trend but i think it's doing it in the exact opposite way because my complaint about red hoods another series that had really good artwork and was set in like an arctic landscape was that Mm -hmm. like it was kind of just going straight into this like sort of static location right away even though there was so much room for exploration they're like okay let's go into a ship where you're not going to be able to draw anything like super interesting and do some sort of like yep and there's not gonna be any of the monsters or yeah like it went straight into this exam and here they're like sort of speed running an entire arc and they're not really they're not setting any sort of goals or like any sort of structure Mm. for an arc here so like red hoods was too quick to just jump into something and this series isn't really committing to anything it's just like it's Mm -hmm. speed running everything yeah i almost feel like this chapter should have been spread out across like two chapters or something like that and then in one of them they're like i don't know they're doing one of the little side quests and they get like a hint about where one of the like his soul like where his pieces of his soul is or whatever um you know so that we have like some kind of like bearing on the story and it doesn't feel like we're just like zooming through everything yeah. i'm not ready to give up on this one just yet because i do really like no, the characters yeah, it's so it's got some yeah I, I like the characters <laughs> settings are cool uh neat artwork but yeah i i, I too mm-hmm. am a little like confused as to what's going on <laughs> mm-hmm um let's see and then next up uh we go to akanabanashi at the number uh Number three spot. I thought this Akanabanashi chapter was sick. We get, like, the meeting of all these... I don't even know what they are. Like, oh, like, Rakugo Federation? Yeah. These people are these people are all super cool. I love the designs for all of them. Even this guy, uh, what's his name? Injo Sanmaite. He's just got, like, a really... It looks like he has a flat top, but it's not. It's just his how his head <laughs> is shaped. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is And great. it looks like we're actually about to get into something of, like, a training or exam arc. Like a school arc? Yeah. Or, yeah. Which, mm-hmm. as um, Sakamoto Days has proven, you can still get away with this after you already, like, establish the characters and the, like, mm-hmm. setting. I'm, I'm looking yep, forward to exactly. it. Because well, the, and- the last, like, battle or tournament arc, I felt like it was... Like, it was really good, but it also went on for a long time, so I think it'll be cool to see them, like, do yeah. something else besides Rakugo. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, and we even get, like, a time skip. It says eight months later, so, you know, they're kind of, I guess, like, speeding it up what she's doing. But this guy that she's with going into the school, is that the guy that was in the, the tournament with her last time and got, like, second place or third place or yeah, whatever? Yeah, I think so. Okay. That's what I Because he was supposed to be the guy, the guy who's yeah. on, that, on that one cover page, like, playing Street Fighter or whatever. Yeah, this guy kind of, his uh, character design reminds me of uh, the guy from My Hero Academia that has the tape powers where he can, like, shoot scotch mm-hmm. tape out of his arms. He has this similar, like, hairstyle yeah. and, like, weird frown, like, ex- permanent, like, mm-hmm. gritting teeth expression. I liked this one page that yeah. was, like, midway through this chapter where uh, her sort of, like, mentor figure with the buzz cut is, like, looking straight mm-hmm. into the camera and his face is, like, like the art style, like, drops. <laughs> Just yeah, like, it, it drops three levels yeah. in quality and they're like, what's with that look? I always, I always appreciate <laughs> when an artist that's, like, really talented will do like one panel that's in a super sketchy or like just like off style mm-hmm yep yeah and i like he's a teacher how to play the the taiko drums i want the chapter where they go to um they go play taiko no tatsujin at the <laughs> arcade the or same something thing. like that the teacher i have that game on my switch but i don't have the actual like drum itself it's yeah it's definitely not as fun that way but i have played it with the drum a couple times and it's great yeah really i don't actually own the drum i've thought about so not to get on a taiko no tatsujin tangent but i've thought about getting the drum but it's like 60 or 70 bucks but then everything i read is like actually to make it like really good you need to mod it and i'm like man i really don't want to mod the taiko drum but they also sell these ones you can buy that are basically like they're not as like they're not shaped like a taiko drum, but they're the same like size as the ones in the arcade. Oh, yeah. But it's just like the the face yeah. of it. Um, you can buy those for like five hundred bucks Jeez. or something like that. And I'm like, man, should I get into really into taiko no, tatsu- taiko no tatsujin and buy this because it looks sick? They use like the actual like yeah. drumsticks and stuff on it. <laughs> it looks awesome. There's actually a new one of those games out. Uh, just came out last oh, week or two weeks ago. Check that out because you know I. It's got a um. The way it works is you get like a subscription for all those songs, and that's like it gives you like 500 songs or something like that. Like it has their, you know, the base yeah. 90 songs or something like that, but you can basically get everything for it. Was something it wasn't that much, it was like two bucks a month or yeah. something. Yeah, some friends of uh, some friends of mine actually like went to Japan and like got the game and the drum from there and brought it back mm. like around the time the game mm-hmm. like first came out. So I was able to like that's cool. play a couple of rounds of it, and it makes it significantly more fun if you have the drum. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. Yeah, it's probably a lot closer. Like you know, 
the fun of yeah. Guitar Hero or Rock Band when yeah. those were like really Especially popping. if there are other people there with you because you, you definitely look very stupid mm-hmm. like <laughs> in a uh-huh. good way. <laughs> yep. Um, all right, you have any other Akanabanashi notes? We mo- uh, we're moving to a Witch yeah, Watch. I mean, Witch Watch, um, as usual, a banger of a chapter. Yeah, this one was, was great. I loved their, you know... They've like set up this box or whatever so they could watch the girls at their sleepover, but then they're these like little game pieces or whatever, just doing all sorts of crazy shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can sort of see the seeds of it in Sket Dance, but man, like mm-hmm. about halfway through the run of Witch Watch, I think uh, Shinohara's creativity is just like on another level. I don't know how he comes up with some of this stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it definitely. Yeah, this definitely feels like the leveled up version of Sket Dance to yeah. me. Like, yeah, there's a there's a lot of the stuff that's like, okay, I could, you know, I see where he was like starting with all this stuff when reading Sket Dance, but this is all just like the art is I mean, incredible throughout. Like the jokes are just way more kind of fleshed out, yeah. I feel like, and not as like overly explained. But yeah, this was a a great chapter, and yeah, Witch Watch once again has been. been I also it. like that, like uh, the Momochi character was added to the sort of like roster of main and secondary characters, and people were like, "Oh, mm-hmm. oh she's got to be like a secret villain, or you know, there, there's got to be something <laughs> up." But uh, I guess not. I think she's just a, another character that he shoehorned into the roster. Yep, he was like, I just want another character, and I don't really want to explain it, so uh, here she is. <laughs> yeah, she literally just, like, a one chapter knocked on the door, no explanation. <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm here uh, to join join the crew. Um, Let's see, next up, Tokyo Demon Bride Story. You just want us to get this yeah. one, and we'll kind of talk about it uh, yes. at the end. Cool. Um, Let's see, then next up, number five, is Black Clover. Uh, let me see what I need to refresh on what actually happened. <laughs> actually, I don't think we had a black clover yeah. chapter last week, I, did we? It, no, I think we it's on not. like yeah, one of those was, weird breaks break. where it's like two chapters on one week off, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, the at least the the more most like recent chapters actually pretty cool. She is or not she. Uh, Asta is in Yami's hometown and like meets his sister and stuff. Um, like. The, they're in basically just like uh, feudal Japan yeah. now. They're in, you know, the same setting as the elusive samurai and stuff. But, uh, you know, it looks cool. The art is good. Uh, I was not a fan of him just like jumping into this final arc. But, you know, I don't know. At least this little portion of it is enjoyable. So, you know, props to Tabitha yeah. for that. Um, let's see. At number six, we yeah, we just mentioned it. We have the elusive samurai. Um, I've definitely cooled down on the elusive samurai in more recent weeks. It's just it's in this one battle, and I don't know. I feel like we've just sort of done the same chapter like six straight times. There's you know some cool fights and stuff in here, but I don't know. It feels like it's just sort of treading water yeah. for the past like five or six weeks now. It's uh, <laughs> I am flipping through. I don't know it, if I said it, this it last is, week or yeah, not, but it's definitely it's very mm-hmm. very similar to Assassination Classroom. There's this dude with like his tongue sticking yep. out in the last chapter. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. But like, I feel like you can see like all of the like the fight or like the action panels 
are done like really yeah, well. It's a I major feel step like. up. It's definitely yeah. You can definitely see like that. That's a strong point for him. Like I don't know if we got some like constant fighting series from him next. Uh, I think that would actually be yeah. pretty cool. Um, let's see. Next up is Mission Yozakura Family. Um, I actually liked the the last chapter for it quite a bit. It was at least as far as sort of like more plot driven chapters go. This one was pretty fun. Yeah, I think the strength here is that it actually still managed to include the majority of the cast in here. Because I think a lot mm-hmm. of times in its yeah. action chapters, it will just be like. Uh, Koichiro and one or two of the other main casts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you actually get to see like the majority of people in action, and I mean, at least they're like finally going head to head, kind of with this father character. Kind of sick of seeing yeah, him I just like flying. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't. I can never tell. Like where we're at in the story yeah. for Yozakura family. Like, is this the final fight with the dad? Or are we just going to, like, rescue them and he's going to escape again? And we're going to have to do this same setup, like, in 30 more chapters? Yeah. You know, I can never tell what exactly is going on. Like, if you told me Mission Yozakura family has 30 more chapters, I'd be like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. If you told me Yozakura family has another 130 chapters, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense, too. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have no, like, grasp of where well, we're at. I feel like a Gonde are a... Or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's always um, prepared to get axed at any time. Yep. <laughs> I feel like he's like, you know... Which, this... you know, I mean, he's, get, he's getting the cover, yeah, that's true. the cover next week, which is... I don't think we've had a Yozakura family cover since it's like, you know, maybe like the third anniversary. Well, actually, this is probably the third anniversary because, yeah, that'll be chapter 148. So we probably haven't had a Yozaka family cover since the second anniversary for Yeah, it. and I think there might be an anime announcement in the works. Maybe they'll get another yeah, cover page for that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like yeah, maybe, maybe that's part of his uh, strength is that he's created a series that could be axed any time. But could also conceivably <laughs> yep. continue. So the editors are like, you mm-hmm. know, I, we appreciate the uh, preparation. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just giving them options. He's like, hey, if you want to ask me, I'm good to go. I've got the I've got the way to wrap it up in four yeah. chapters. <laughs> um, number eight is Undead Unluck. This is one that I wish was wrapping up towards the end, but we're just stretching this final arc out even longer. Um they're fighting God now. They just attacked God with like a, a giant laser cannon kind of deal. Yeah. <laughs> and then was just like, oh yeah, that actually didn't like affect him that much because right, like he's he's God. Um, yeah, I don't know. Pretty standard undead unlock chapter. Not all that interesting. Yeah. It's uh, you know, early on I thought undead unlock was actually like really cool because I thought it the was, fights were, yeah. I don't know, like. They were just different than normal, like, you know, oh, I'm stronger than you, or, like, that my power-up is crazier than yours, but now it's just, I don't know, the story is not good enough to kind of carry it through yeah, all that. Yeah, and I'm gonna be real, like, looking through it right now, I really, um, I don't think the art is bad, but I just don't like the style of the art. Yeah, the characters definitely, all the faces look kind of gross yeah. for all any the characters. Any of the close-ups, looks, it looks like the worst panel from any given like Dragon Ball Z chapter. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, next up is uh, Mashal in the number nine spot. It um, actually had a color page to... last week. Um, they wrapped up that fight between mm-hmm. uh, fake Harry Potter and the That's circus right. clown guy. And the clown. Yeah, this was yeah. probably the weakest of the um, final battle mm-hmm. arcs. But, you know, still still good. Yeah, and Harry Potter guy's backstory yeah. did not really do it for me either. I think they were trying to, yeah, set up this kind of heartfelt moment or whatever. And it was just, I mean, it was a very assassination classroom style backstory. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, kind of just glad to see this fight end. And hopefully we're mm-hmm. a little bit closer to the actual return of MASH himself. He <laughs> barely made an appearance yep. in the series, like this whole year so yeah i was gonna say i need to go back and see when the last time we actually like saw him was it had to have been what like 10 or 15 chapters ago yeah because he um he's been asleep this whole arc Uh (laughs) uh-huh so (laughs) yeah he's getting they've had the the wind-up crank going (laughs) yeah and even then it's been forever since we've actually seen like the crank itself so we've seen yeah, that. the last time we mm-hmm. saw like yeah, women the... was there, and the fake Dobby. <laughs> yeah, I need the. Yep, I need the alligator yeah. guy to come back. <laughs> um, moving on to the next one is PPP. PPP, a uh, pretty weak chapter from this one as well. I, uh, in my opinion, yeah, there's barely any dialogue, and it's just more of these like fake. Kingdom Hearts slash end of Evangelion <laughs> panels. For some reason, there's like mm-hmm. a panel of money. I guess this is supposed to be like the character's like deepest desires or whatever. But we've got a panel like Buddha, uh, Yin falling from the sky. Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely uh, fake deep. And also, there's this yeah. um. There are some shots of, like, random people in the crowd, and the art style seems to completely change when he's drawing background characters. These two people? Yeah, I just noticed that, too. These look like Chainsaw I was gonna Man. say, is, is he just, like, tracing? Because it looks like the one character from Chainsaw Man that is, like, I guess she's, like, a serial killer or something. The one that people say looks like mm-hmm. um, the Riddler from the new Batman movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the like the main character's friend yeah. or whatever. Oh, like the new one, I guess. The new main character yeah. he's got. I love the art yeah. from and like I generally like the art from PPPPPP, but I'm starting to become it's starting to become my opinion that this series actually sucks. Yeah. I like how original it, it is, just, but uh, it, it kinda sucks. I'm not gonna lie. hmm Yeah, there's just not I don't know, the story is not doing the story's not doing enough work for me, you know, for, like, to... I don't know. The, the art and stuff is cool, but it's just, like, why am I reading this every week? To just, like, look through, you know, a few interesting panels every week. Yeah. This is one that, you know, if I wasn't, like, committed to reading all of the series, I would probably just not read. And at number 11, we've got Super Smartphone. Um, Super Smartphone... I don't know how you feel about it. It's definitely <laughs> sort of jumped off the deep end for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where they're going with any of this because, mm-hmm. like, last chapter, there was this reveal. They're like aliens or robots that are yeah. controlling the uh, the 
goo goo phones Mm -hmm. and they kind of just haven't really brought that back up again yeah they now there's they sort of whole conspiracy to like create a cure for death or like immortality Mm -hmm. something like that i don't really know what's going on here (laughs) yeah i didn't either this was yeah we just get the whatever the bad guy talking about like his dead sister is that right I think so. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, is wanting to, is he trying to bring her back to life? Is he, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. It's, this series is pretty bad and it's going to get axed. <laughs> yeah, I like how this was supposed to be like, you know, the next Death Note where these, it's mm-hmm. a face off between these two hyper analytical characters. Yep. And then in the final page here, this guy's just got some random intern that's like, oh, I, I found out who pseudonym is. Yeah. It's this guy. <laughs> yeah, he's not doing any of the work himself. <laughs> yeah. This is the exact opposite of L. Yeah, this, I mean, kind of the entire series is just like one ass pull after another. Mm-hmm. Like, people are just figuring stuff out out of nowhere. Yeah, and it's not even like... I feel like Death Note did such a good job of being like, hey, here's how this person figured it out, right? Um, yeah. And this series doesn't do that at all. <laughs> <laughs> They're sort of like, yeah, I, I, I just figured it out from like this and this. And it's like, well, that doesn't really make much sense either. Yeah. I, I love how they're like... I always like going on the Jump Plus app and seeing the reactions when a series mm-hmm. is like really just about to get canceled. Because there uh-huh. are multiple people that are like, man, I, I really want to see this continue. And like, like how? How is this going to continue? Well, that's They've the thing, too. If you, yeah, if you read like, man, I understand that, you know, uh, people's opinions of these are, you know, very uh, subjective. But if you go to like the the like threads on our manga for some of these series people are like oh super smartphone had a chance to be one of the greats and i'm like look i (laughs) like super smartphone's first few chapters too but let's like let's cool it down a little bit (laughs) yeah and at the same time too now i'm just gonna like dunk on r slash manga users in general (laughs) i kind of hate the weekly threads because half of the comments are just somebody like recapping the chapter it's like we all read it like uh-huh. <laughs> somebody's comment will be like uh, like just looking at this super smartphone chapter somebody's comment will be like man it was crazy how he went to this like board meeting and then there was a flashback <laughs> like what a chapter like yeah yep. we all read it you don't have to tell us that it's like that's why we're in this thread <laughs> exactly like and, and half of the unless it's like a major series that's pretty much every like mm-hmm. manga weekly like game day thread it's just somebody like telling you exactly what happened during the chapter yep exactly or it's for you know earth child it's people being like oh this is getting axed and like you know i'm yeah. all for ragging on series that are gonna get axed but it's like man we've done seven straight chapters just being like this is getting axed in this thread yeah exactly but yeah super smartphone uh not feeling it at all uh yeah we'll we'll be glad when it's gone (laughs) definitely i'm I'm a little i'm a little sad too to see like what it's become because it could have been really fun but i mean i'm pretty sure when i did my like 
uh scouting report for this i mm-hmm. i didn't really think it was gonna last much longer than like 20 chapters i think i said maybe like 30 yeah so yeah i, I yeah, feel I think like we were... uh, i was pretty on the nose there. Mm-hmm. yeah i think we might have had like higher hopes for it or maybe like yeah not you know i think maybe the number of chapters was right but i think we thought that it would just be better in that number of chapters you know it's sort of like uh, yeah. aliens area is doing right now right like yeah you know aliens area could end at that number two but throughout its whole run i'm like okay this is still you know an enjoyable 25 chapters i'm gonna read or whatever right not yeah. not quite the same for super smartphone <laughs> yeah and i think super smartphone unfortunately like, this kind of story cannot be told in 20 chapters. And no. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that's going to be the case where it has to be. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, do we want to move into uh, Aliens Area next? Speaking of our yeah. series that are going to get axed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they're still kind of just, like, in this boardroom meeting. Yeah. yeah. Two, both of these series are in boardrooms right now. Mm-hmm. But... Man, this flashback was extremely dark, and the yes, panel where they're showing, yeah, there's this is like one of maybe one of the hardest panels of the entire issue was this one where they're like doing surgery on the protagonist when he's a kid. Mm-hmm. There's these like ancient aliens drawn in this like almost like Mayan art style, yeah, doing like open brain surgery on him they're like shoving this weird looking like tube down his throat Mm -hmm. this is an insane illustration it's kind of it's very dan to dan yes very much so but yeah man i i love this this is this is a hard panel Mm -hmm. yeah no this was great yeah i thought yeah the chapter itself was like overall or i guess you know the the story that it moved forward was kind of boring but yeah these flashbacks are just insane yeah surprisingly this is like the goriest series uh series and jump right now <laughs> yeah we see it we see a guy with his face like all burnt up like <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then we have the whole like sequence a couple chapters ago where they um they also like burned the bar down yeah i think this guy, of, just like, likes, arson. Uh, I was gonna say, this guy just likes drawing people burning <laughs> He's gonna draw. He's gonna draw a fire punch. In the first uh, chapter, too. (laughs) In what? I think in the first chapter. In the first chapter, didn't the aliens like also set his apartment on fire too? Oh, I think you might be right. Because he like had to save his um, brother and sister from getting caught in the blaze or something like that. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he needs to draw uh, like a fire punch one shot. That's what we really need yeah. out of this guy. Honestly, I'd, I'd like to see more from this guy or something like, like that. Yeah, like this is I think his first series. Maybe I, I believe may be wrong so. About that I think it's I think it's pretty cool. I mean, mm-hmm. if you look at the first couple of series from Horikoshi before he did My Hero Academia, like they didn't last much longer than this. No, was it, kind of wasn't Barrage problems. literally only like 16 chapters? Like yeah. Aliens Area is going to go actually, longer yeah. than it. And I actually liked, like obviously Barrage, did, it was kind of a flop, but I actually mm-hmm. kind of liked Barrage uh, for one, Horikoshi's art's really good. And yeah. like he at least 
it had a lot of flaws, but it was at least original. And I think that's kind of the case with Aliens Area 2. Mm-hmm. It got off to a pretty bad start. I actually didn't like it at first. I remember I did my um my scouting report. I was like, I think this series actually kind of sucks. And <laughs> I, I like it now. Mm-hmm. So he's shown improvement since the beginning. Um, so I think like if he does another series, I would definitely like have high hopes for it. Yeah, and I just looked him up too. He's got it looks like a couple one shots. He had a series called Tao Tao that started in 2017. It ran in Jump Giga, but it doesn't say like at least on my anime list it doesn't say like when it ended. Um, yeah, and then he has one called Harakiri Gomen. That let's see how long it lasted. It lasted not even a month. Went from February. Okay, this must be like. <laughs> well, it says it ran in Weekly Shonen Jump in twenty twenty. Mm. I would have, I would have been reading maybe this. Was this. like this it must may have not have been a one shot, but like yeah. maybe some sort of like mini series. Yeah, I was gonna say because yeah, I would have been like heavily reading all the Weekly Shonen Jump series by this point. So how did I miss this? But yeah, it must have yeah. been some weird yeah kind of special thing that they just put in a couple times or something like that. Yeah, it says it only had yeah. four chapters. Yeah, must have been something like that. Hmm. I'm looking at some like pictures of it on Google Images. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can definitely tell <laughs> this is the same guy because even though the like even though it's a completely different setting the two protagonists that I'm seeing in this chapter look exactly like the protagonists from Alien's area. <laughs> there is uh, someone on his author page too. Uh, a, a millionaire says he will set the new standard for Shonen Jump artistically. <laughs> and you know, I'm, I'm kind of with you on this one, a millionaire. You know, uh, this guy's <laughs> art is pretty sick. So yeah, give me, give me more of this. Yeah, he kind of takes that, like, I think Chainsaw Man is honestly what has set the new standard, but he's kind of doing stuff within the, like, Chainsaw Man mold that's pretty interesting. Yeah, he does the Chainsaw Man Jujutsu Kaisen thing, but it still is, like, really clean, if that, you know, it's a sketch, like, the kind of sketchy, like, wildness to it, but... It's not just, like, all this kind of, like, blur that you get in those series sometimes. And I like that he has this sort of technique where he draws all of the aliens in a different style. So you can Mm -hmm. conceivably believe that these, like, came from another universe. Like, he might draw them with, like, pencil or these ones were drawn in this sort of, like, ancient Mayan Mm -hmm. art style. It seems like every time there's a new alien in the series, it's drawn... Not just in a completely different style, but it also seems like he draws them using like completely different like, like tools. drawing yeah. instruments. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. So he's he's pretty creative. Like he's got he's got some intangible qualities. Yeah, I wouldn't be you know I wouldn't be surprised if we get like a a good series out of this guy in a few years or something. I don't know. I feel like he's yeah. th- there's something so. there. Yeah, at least you know maybe maybe have him do the art for. Uh, someone else's like story or something like that if we need to yeah i'm fine with that too because with the super smartphone guy like i don't see anything particularly interesting there no like, not at all the art is generic the story is a ripoff of yep another another series that already ran in shonen jump uh-huh 
He seemed like he was just trying to like fast track it into the magazine by doing something he knows will get at least a little bit of attention. But mm-hmm. you yep, didn't really uh, hold anybody's attention. I was gonna say and just failed. Um yep. and then in our last place slot this week we have high school family. And before I get all doom and gloom, they uh, did me a favor, and they didn't like wait two weeks like they did last time. High school family was down here at the bottom. High school family gets yeah. a color page next week, so I think they're just uh, you know uh, they're trying to end it on a high note after you have to read through you know PVP super smartphone aliens area the you know three uh, yeah and and high school <laughs> family so like Robico, it's been getting a lot of color pages too like. Mm-hmm. I think it's gotten multiple. Or okay, it got month. one. Yeah, let's see. It didn't get one last chapter. Maybe it was three chapters ago. Yeah, whenever they started yeah, that arc. It was so recently. yeah, three or four chapters ago. Still, yeah, it's gonna get like two in the span of four or five weeks. For a comedy series, that is um, honestly like yeah, comedy series are thriving right now, mm-hmm. and I think we've got room for another one. I don't know when they're gonna have another open slot available. Uh, but yeah, I'd imagine I fairly like soon though. Super smartphone yeah. and uh, what you call it, Aliens area have to be getting axed in the next three or four weeks. I'd imagine, right? Yeah. And with the absence of Ruri Dragon, uh, there's mm-hmm. just yeah, it, there's just a lot of uh, pretty standard shonen content right now. Yeah, and I don't think we've had a new like gag series since Shugamaru. Yeah. Was that the most I'm, recent I'm still one? salty. <laughs> yeah. I'm still salty about that one uh, getting axed. I think it was one of the most misunderstood jump series in a long I time. Agree. And I think I think the addition of the other characters was probably the editors just trying to like do anything to mm-hmm. keep it interesting. You know what's a shame that got axed is Maguchan. Maguchan should totally yeah. be in the in the manga right now. Yeah, I think it's I think it's better than a lot of what's down at the bottom. Yeah. Like it's definitely a lot more interesting than Super Smartphone. Yeah, well, yeah, I was going to say it's definitely closer to High School Family or Me and RoboCo than it is like these other act series. I don't know. I feel like yes. just yeah, let it let it keep going. But Yeah, I I did really appreciate when it sort of made a cameo appearance in Shugamaru. Uh-huh. <laughs> Honestly, I've been fine with Shugamaru uh, continuing just to do more stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it was a fun series. Very very misunderstood, even though it like objectively sucked. It uh-huh. was really fun. <laughs> yep. But uh, high school family, uh, another really great chapter. We finished off this uh, the kind of election arc, and the uh, the brother wins it, which is a cool a cool turn. I feel like he. Uh, loses basically any every time so yeah. <laughs> nice to see him get the win but yeah this was a a cool arc definitely uh you know on a hot streak for high school family i you know i i love this series um but yeah a couple a few it was nice to get like four or five chapters in a row like this yeah um it's yeah. a it's a good series i i always appreciate the artwork and the color pages mm-hmm. always fire so that'll be yep. cool to see next week and I love getting the return of the the Amazonist. He's he's got this friend who's like a popular VTuber. Uh, great to see her come back too. Um, but yeah, pretty good. Uh, I feel like solid, solid magazine this uh, this past week. And then uh, next week we've got uh, lead cover page from Mission Yozakura family. 
color page from High School Family, and then Life Liar from Hell. I assume that's like a one shot or special yeah. thing. Um, that is that is a very weekly Shonen Jump title. Uh huh. Yeah, I was gonna say I need to. Well, honestly, that sounds more Jump Plus. I need to see uh, yeah. see this one. Gotta read the the Life Liar from Hell scanlation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you have any other uh, weekly show and jump notes? We want to move into uh, Tokyo Dino Bride uh, scouting report. Yeah, let's uh, let's do that. And okay. I this is a segment we haven't done in a while because there just haven't really been a lot of new series <laughs> lately. But uh, if you're seeing this for the first time or hearing this for the first time, uh, it's sort of if you've ever read a baseball scouting report, they rate things from twenty to eighty. Twenty being like you know, almost unacceptably bad to yeah. 80 being like you are on a fast track to the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Usually a solid prospect is going to have some stuff that's like in the 50 to 60 range. And Demon Bride Story, I feel like I off the rip, I feel a lot more positively about this series than I have about anything else that's been like introduced over the past year, except for maybe Akana Banashi. Yeah, I agree. I'm yeah, I think it's definitely, for me at least, maybe only behind Ruri Dragon. Uh, yeah. But of the other kind of like newer series that we've, you know, that we've done at least since this podcast has started, I like it better than, yeah, in, in its first four chapters better than all of those. Yeah, and unfortunately, um, as we've said before, and I think the week that I did review Ruri Dragon, it was already missing a week. So, you know, Ruri Dragon... <laughs> <laughs> Ruri Dragon definitely was like undergoing Tommy John surgery after <laughs> its first after its first like couple yep. starts. Which and not to derail the scouting report too much, but I think it was maybe last week, the week before, we were sort of talking about like because Aliens Area is only at sixteen chapters and Super Smartphones at twenty. So we're yeah. like, how is it so far behind? It went Super Smartphone, then Ruri Dragon, and then Aliens Area. Yeah, that's like, crazy. I, it's crazy to think I'm, about that Ruri Dragon, like, it, it's older than Aliens Area is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, Aliens Area so started so long ago. Like, yeah. Yeah, Aliens Area started June 5th, and Super Smartphone was May 8th. So I guess it was, like, Smartphone, then Ruri Dragon, and then maybe a little bit of a break, and then Aliens Area was, like, starting on its own kind of deal Jeez. or something like that, I think. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. So um, I've got uh, five different categories. I'm going to rate this under uh, story, art, character, enjoyment, and potential. So mm-hmm. I think for me, I'm going to give story a 45. I think that's probably the weakest yeah. category for Tokyo Demon Bride story. I mean, mm-hmm. it's pretty generic. We've seen a lot of these like urban low fantasy stories about demons or yokai living in a big city before. Mm-hmm. It's not doing anything super interesting here. No. But story isn't always the most important. Uh, it's not the mm-hmm. most important category for a shonen series, especially if it's not like a traditional battle series i mean blue box i'm definitely not rating its story <laughs> super high either but it's fun yeah so i would yeah, just say you know it's, it's got an average story 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, the story is definitely, yeah, one of its like weaker qualities, but I don't know if that necessarily matters, at least to me, you know, maybe in the overall, like, you know, jump readership or whatever, it needs to have a little more going for it. But I'm kind of, I'm kind of cool with its non-existent story, you know? Yeah. Art wise, I think that's, it's a strongest, uh, that's its strongest skill right now. It Mm -hmm. feels like it arrived fully formed. The the art's like super elegant. The lines are very thin. The backgrounds mm-hmm. are always pretty fleshed out. Yeah. It looks very polished. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a 60. Yeah, I um, yeah, I think that's yeah. a good a good spot for it. Yeah, the the art in this is pretty pretty good. Definitely like, you know, up there with like Aliens area for like art of new series at least. Yeah. It feels like a very, like, polished and clean riff on the Chainsaw Man art style, Mm -hmm. especially uh, with the protagonist and the three sisters that he lives with. Yeah. They have, like, very dopey, like, not super appealing facial expressions all the time, Mm -hmm. which kind of reminds me of the way like, Power, Dingy, are drawn in Chainsaw Man. Yeah, they always just look disgusted. Yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, they're also drawn like with a super clean, detailed style that you don't always get with Chainsaw Man. Mm-hmm. And I like how thin the lines are on everything. Yeah, uh, it. I feel like it's probably going to be harder to draw because you know you've got to fill in a lot of the white space. But it, it's pretty cool. It's distinctive, mm-hmm. but not super stylized either. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and there's just a lot of cool, I don't know, like one-off panels you'll see of like some character's reaction or, you know, the some of like the fight scenes in like the first chapter were really good. Uh, yeah, I think the the art in this one is pretty solid. Definitely in like the, you know, the top half of Weekly Show and Jump series or something. Right. Um, character, I'm going to give it a 50 once again. Uh, there's nothing groundbreaking here. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of like yokai series. Um, it's definitely like even though it's a bunch of it's a group of people living together it's another thing we see a lot and it's definitely not like on witch watch's level mm-hmm. but the character designs are really fun I really like this frog like <laughs> yokai human hybrid yep. that's appeared in a few chapters she's mm-hmm. really fun and I appreciate like I said before the characters look really dopey and they act really dopey <laughs> They're all kind of stupid and hard-headed in a way that you see in, like, Chainsaw Man or even One Piece, which is fun. Mm-hmm. And mentioning this frog girl, I did love how in the most recent chapter she's like, yeah, I, I had to had to get a job, which is just kind of hilarious. <laughs> this, like, frog yeah. spirit is just, like, working in a factory or something. <laughs> yeah, and I think that ties into... Uh, under just like general enjoyment, I give it a fifty-five. Because uh, mm-hmm. even though it's like no, no element of it is super groundbreaking, um, it's just like done in a really fun, goofy, low stakes way that yeah. I hope continues in the future. I really don't want to see this turn into an action battle series. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at one panel where he's like working in this warehouse with a frog girl. And she keeps saying glurp at the end of all of her sentences. <laughs> and her boss is like, cut the glurp business. Do you think that's funny? <laughs> like, I, I really love that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And it kind of feels like what Aliens Area is 
or what Aliens Area was like last month. Where yeah, it's when it was just sort doing of these... a slice of life series mm-hmm. in the middle of this like bizarre fantasy setting slash yeah. sci-fi world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I was yeah. kind of hoping because when I saw the like main promotional illustration for the series before it came out, mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping it would be a little bit more in like a fantasy setting because it seemed like the way it was drawn at first it was going to be set in like a bit of a you know weird world not necessarily in the city Mm -hmm. and there aren't really a whole lot of shonen jump series right now that are set in like fantasy worlds that are like mashal kind of is but it's still it still doesn't feel like it leans too hard into like a weird surreal setting no, Gluna does, but yes. that's about it. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm trying to think, like, yeah, because even like you know, Black Clover, One Piece, those are still pretty like I don't know, standard, normal fantasy worlds, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Ginkin Gluna probably has the the most unique setting of any of the series right now. <laughs> yeah, that's why I still have high hopes for it. Like, even though this was a very weird chapter. Hmm. You know, maybe maybe this seven star mission will last a few chapters. I don't well, know. Actually, uh, you know what has the most unique setting is PPP PPP, a world where people <laughs> uh, go berserk for piano performance. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's the most otherworldly setting we have right now. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell whether this uh, the mangaka is like aware that that's weird or mm-hmm. if they're just like that weird themselves and i'm starting uh-huh. to think it's the latter <laughs> yeah i think you're right <laughs> yeah and uh finally for potential i think tokyo demon bride story has a lot of upside i'm, I'm gonna give it a 60 here mm-hmm. i think out of anything besides ruri dragon and akanabanashi like it has it has a lot of room to grow yeah and i think for the previous series that we looked at, like Aliens Area and Super Smartphone, they had a lot of, like, they had glaring problems right mm-hmm. from the jump. Where, yeah. you know, I could see ways that Tokyo Demon's Bride story could end up, like, being disappointing, but mm-hmm. they're not super evident. Um, yeah, I think and my. I think- yeah. yeah, the biggest uh, like flaw I think I see in Tokyo Demon Bride Story right now is they've mentioned a couple times this like that you know the the main character and the demon girl or whatever are gonna like team up to sort of like solve these crimes or, like these weird things happening. So maybe <laughs> yeah. if it like leans too far into that, that's that's rough, right? That's like the the scarily high K rate that it's got here in single A kind of deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it could be the next Yu Yu Hakusho, or like, uh-huh. a, sorry, it could be the the Yu Yu Hakusho to um, Super Smartphones. Uh, mm-hmm. like. Yep, yep, exactly. Yeah, so, but, you know, I think it can still do it well, almost if they do it sort of like how Aliens Area hit. Yeah. you know was doing it where it's like yeah we just solved this little thing and met this you know weird looking yokai person and that was fun um but yeah that's that's sort of my one thing that i think like if they kind of go too hard into that could just bring the bring the series down yeah i definitely don't think it's gonna be like 
a mainstay in Shonen Jump the way that mm-hmm. Akanabanashi has. But, yeah. you know, it's... I don't think it's... <laughs> I could be wrong here, but I don't think it's going to get axed like a lot of these other new series have. Mm-hmm. My over-under... I think it could go for, like, 50 to 70 range. Yeah, I think, I think it could it... be, like, Astro Lost in Space. Or possibly, I think, like, the ceiling here is Mission Yozakura Family. Level. I was going to say, I think it definitely has room to be in, like, the Mission Yozakura Family spot. Or at least give us, like, a, um, a Magu-chan sort of run where, like, it gets axed, but, you know, it it had a good run that you, you know, I think that if you're a fan of it can feel good about, right? Like, you know, going 70, 75 chapter or something like that. I could see that too. Yeah. I think it has a much higher ceiling than a lot of the other lower tier series do. Mm -hmm. It just feels like Um, a legit series from the, from the jump, right? Like I feel like a lot of the other newer ones you read and it's like, okay, like we, you know, we're going to have to like, (laughs) we're going to have to get into it, like learn some things But this one. I, I don't know. It feels like they've been doing this a little while. Yeah, which is interesting, too, because this isn't, like, a series that, or this author, I don't think, like, they had a hyped one-shot, but I do think they're kind of coming a little bit from out of nowhere. Yeah, let me see, have they, have they done anything else before this? Um, no, it looks like, yeah, just one-shots and then this. Yeah, that's that's what I think is interesting about the two newer series is that these these guys seem to be a bit unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they haven't pulled any like you know returning authors. We haven't seen. I, yeah, I feel like we're we're due for like the uh, the Food Wars people to come back or the Promised Neverland people maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe the the person that does Haikyuu. Like you know, it's been a, a little while since all those series of have ended maybe it's time to start uh, yeah. you know recycling some some vets <laughs> yeah i'd like to see the food wars people make a return that's a that's a favorite series of mine mm-hmm. i wonder if they're just yeah. too entrenched in their thing right like after doing food wars and then doing um like the one piece little one that they've done if that's True. Just like the, you know if they're just gonna have to do like food wars 2 kind of deal <laughs> yeah i think that's one series where like the it has such a like world with a lot of potential. I think you could easily do a Food Wars too, or just like mm-hmm. if they're able to do it within the One Piece world. Like, there's a lot of potential for them to experiment. Yeah, definitely. Cool. All right. Uh, do you have any other uh, Tokyo Demon Bride story notes, or we're gonna wrap it up for this week? Yeah, I think I think we're gonna wrap it up. I think it's got, like I said before, it's got. Uh, decently high ceiling Mm -hmm. and it seems to be like off on uh off in the right direction unlike ginkgo which i'll be talking about next week unlike aliens area unlike super smartphone like i Mm -hmm. I see the potential yeah yeah i agree yeah this one is yeah closer to ruri dragon than earth child is or something you know for sure Um, all right. Well, yeah, that'll do it for this week. Uh, do you, before we head out, do you have any, any recommendations to give? Um, yeah, like I said before, check out cross game or check out mix. Um, mm-hmm. any, any of that guy's baseball slash romance works 
really good. Look up Mitsuru Adaichi and just like check out whatever one looks the most interesting to you because they're all mm-hmm. kind of the same, but they're all good. <laughs> nice. Yeah, my uh, quick recommendation is uh, the Action Button Reviews review of Boku no Natsuyasumi. Um, it's six hours long. Uh, so, you know, a uh, shrap in, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's, re- it's really great. It's, it's a lot of fun. I think, I mean, any of his reviews are good. They're all sort of like that. He did one for, um, Tokimeki Memorial last year that was also like six hours long. He did like a 10 hour series on cyberpunk, uh, was it 2077? Um, yeah. and some other games, but yeah, it's all really great stuff. I think if you're, if you watch like 15 minutes you're like I, i'm not feeling this guy's style then just turn it off i don't think it's gonna grow on you <laughs> it's very you know very specific but yeah i think it's kind of the in all honesty like the best like video game criticism there that's out there um, yeah yeah but and he also uh you and i were talking about this a little uh the other day he was doing like a live stream and was talking about his like raw denim jeans so i wonder if raw denim jeans is just like a thing in japan yeah (laughs) it's something that like i'd heard of before as like a really niche hobby in america Mm -hmm. but i mean that's like two two instances of hearing about it in like two weeks so yeah exactly maybe it is a thing there might uh-huh. be something to it or maybe he read the most recent witch watch chapter i was saying maybe, yeah maybe he's just really into witch watch and i don't realize yeah he like he he felt like that whole chapter just gave him enough like information to jump right into the subculture yep exactly cool all right well that'll do it for us uh this week and then on thursday we'll have uh the next episode of Sket Dance we'll be covering, I think it's volumes 11 and 12. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see you then.